Congratulations. Congratulations. Awesome. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, I want to talk this morning about being found in him. Yeah, when, when someone's looking for me, I want them to find them, find me in him. Amen. Where is she? She's in him. You know, glory. Father, we thank you for spirit of wisdom and revelation in this place right now, flooding the eyes of our understanding, Lord. Father, revealing Jesus like never before, Lord. Even, even again, yet again, Father God, you unfold his goodness, his glory, his grace that we could truly see him as he is. And in seeing him who he is, that, Lord, we would see ourselves as we are in him. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let his glory be revealed in this place, Father. Let there be such alignment take place. Father, where our thoughts were out there and not in line with your thoughts towards us, Father, we ask by your spirit and your word that you would bring our souls and our bodies, our minds, our wills into alignment with your will for each one of us. Thank you, Father. Let there be healings come forth, Lord. Break out in this place, Father, as we come into alignment with your grace. That you see us healed, that you see us whole, that you see us celebrating you, Father, for eternity, Lord God. That you see us standing in your redemptive grace, Father, Hallelujah. Without a sense of loss, Father, but just celebrating the now that you are the God of the now. Hallelujah. You're the God of yesterday. You're the God of today. And you're the God of our future, Lord God. We set our eyes towards you. Holy Spirit, help us set our eyes towards you like never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You know he hears our prayers. And what he does is he answers them. And as much as we might be sitting there and saying, I don't know how he's going to do that. You know what? Hallelujah. He can do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond what you could possibly think to pray for. Oh, glory to God. Amen. When you hear a prayer over yourself that's way beyond what you could think of, just receive it by faith. Because his thoughts towards you are far greater than your own thoughts towards yourself. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. All he needs is you to say, yes, I agree. And something breaks forth in your life and you begin to see yourself like you've never seen yourself before. And why not now? I believe God's saying, why not now? Have you waited long enough? Why not now? Why not not that? Yes. Yeah. When spirit connects with spirit, when your spirit connects with his word, your amens are so powerful. Never drink them down. Yeah, you can say amen to something that your mind cannot comprehend, but your spirit is rejoicing. And I hear the words rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice for my word is sent forth for you to rejoice. And in the rejoicing is the receiving. I said in the rejoicing is the receiving. When I rejoice, how do I rejoice? How do I receive? I rejoice. When I hear the word of the Lord, I rejoice and I say, that's mine. Oh, hallelujah. And Holy Spirit says, there it is. And you begin to behave like it's already turned up. 
I said, you begin to act like it's already turned up because as far as you're concerned, it has. Why? Because faith comes by hearing God speak to you. And faith perceives as a fact what isn't already revealed to your senses. That's a pretty good life to live. It's called the lifestyle of faith. And God's word says the just will live by faith. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We enter into the pleasure of the Lord. Hallelujah. Wow, that's a pretty good word right there. Let's give it up for Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Hey! You know, if that's all we heard, if we actually resonate, if we actually went back and meditated on that and allowed Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do in us, there's incredible movement forward into everything that he has for us. I want to turn to Philippians 3, verse 9. I'm reading this out of the Amplified Classic. The scripture says, And that I may actually be found and known as in him. I'm going to go back and read it again. And that I may actually be found and known as in him. Not having any self-achieved righteousness that can be called my own based on my own obedience to the law's demands, ritualistic uprightness and supposed right standing with God thus acquired. But possessing that genuine righteousness, which comes through faith in Christ. I just want to sit there for a second. That genuine righteousness comes through faith in Christ. Genuine righteousness comes through our faith in him. Hallelujah. The anointed one, the truly right standing with God, which comes from God by saving grace. Is it Paul saying, I, I, I want to be found in him with, with no self-achieved righteousness that I can call my own. You know, I believe the word today comes to set us free. It sets us free from this works mentality that we actually think we're free from. But, you know, we're only as free as we think we are. Amen? We're only as free as our now experience. But God said there is so much more. Yeah? This is how I want to be found. Hallelujah. Standing in his righteousness. No righteousness that I can call, you know, self-achieved. But my righteousness is of him. That's the way. Paul is praying that he would be found. And you know what? I believe that's where we want to be found. Amen? Hallelujah. In other words, if you're looking for me, you're going to find me in him. Yeah? If anyone's looking for me, they're going to find me in him. Having no self-achieved righteousness to call my own. You know, Smith Wigglesworth once said, to be found in him will equip you for every emergency in life. I don't know whether I shared that with you last week. It's a powerful statement. To be found in him will equip you for every emergency in life. Glory to God. Found in him, what does that mean? In standing in no self-achieved righteousness. In other words, I'm always ready for every emergency because my righteousness is of him. 
Just telling you what the scripture says. Is that okay? Amen. So when an emergency turns up, I'm actually ready for it because I'm in him. I'm rooted in him. I'm grounded in him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's good news. You should shout at that. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm ready. You know, the, the scripture, I think, well, it's, it's, it's Philippians 4.13, but I'll read it. Um, I think this is the, yeah, this is the New King James. I have strength for all things in Christ. You see, when I'm in Christ, when I've positioned myself correctly, I have strength for all things in him. When I have positioned myself in my righteousness, I'm ready for everything. Amplified says I'm ready for everything and I'm equal to everything. Hallelujah. You want a face off? I'm ready. Amen. Hallelujah. Devil, you looking for me, you're going to find me in him. And I'm ready for this because I'm in him. Bless the Lord. 24-7, I'm ready because I've positioned myself in his righteousness. Not righteousness that I call my own. Amen. Not relying on the last 24 hours prayer and fasting I did or 24 days. I'm actually relying on the righteousness that I have because I am in him. Someone celebrate that real, real big. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians 4.13, I have strength for all things, everything. I am ready. I am equal to everything. Amplified. I am ready for this because I'm in him. And that's where the enemy is going to find me, in him. As a matter of fact, he probably won't find me because I'm hidden in him. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. How'd you like that? When the enemy's looking for you, you can't find you because you're in him. You're abiding under the shadow of the Almighty, a power that no foe can withstand, according to Psalm 91. Oh, come on. We can quote it. Let's live it. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Turn to someone and say, I need to hear this today. Hey, glory. Read it again. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You see, if I'm found in him, I have strength for all things. If I position myself, if I practice a conscious awareness of my right standing with God, I am ready and equal for anything that comes. I'm ready. You see, I'm practicing the presence of God. I'm practicing my right standing with him. Every time the enemy comes and says, you haven't done enough, you've wasted time, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you don't qualify. You see, the enemy always wants to disqualify us. But it's Christ that has qualified you and made you fit for the ministry. Amen? Of the Spirit. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Woo, this is so good. I'm connected with my source of righteousness. If I'm connected with my source of righteousness, I will not miss an opportunity to bring forth a demonstration of the kingdom. Why? I'm ready. I'm connected to my source of righteousness. You know, we actually already are. God just wants us to know that we are. Yeah? I mean, he's already on the inside of us and he's always ready 
He always stands on the ready to come alongside and help us. The helper, the comforter, the teacher, the standby, the strengthener, the advocate. He's always there ready. And as we have a conscious awareness that he is there, we will, we will be ready. We, 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 will know, we will position ourselves in a place of, I'm standing in him. You looking for me? You'll find me in him. Amen. Bless the Lord. And you know what? If you're finding me in him, you won't find me. You see, if I'm in him, you'll find him. I said, if I'm in him, when you're looking for me, you'll find him. Oh, come on. Amen. You see, I'm not relying on my own, my, my, my own, my own ability. I'm relying on him. Christ within me, the hope of glory. You want to look for me? You'll find me in him. And when you find me, you'll find him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's fantastic news. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I just had to get down there to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Someone says she's talking about me, talking about you. Exactly. Turn to to someone and say, she's talking about you. This is the beautiful, this is beautiful. Is there any born again believers in the house? Come on, lift your hand or I'll go after you right now with a salvation prayer. Amen. Turn to someone and say, well, she's definitely talking about you. Uh, Turn to someone else and say, she's talking about me too. See, what's happened when you start to preach like this, people sit there and, and, and they, they reason with themselves as to why they don't qualify for this word. But until we actually see ourselves in Him and know that we qualify by, 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 by grace, you know, by His grace, through our faith in His grace. Come on. I remember the first time I, I, I took a... a um, a uh, corporate communion. It was when I'd first had a massive encounter with the Lord and I, I went to this church and I sat there. I went on my own and, and they had communion. You know, I had an encounter with him. I knew that I was, I was loved by him because he, he loved me before I even went looking for him. He came for me. And, and, and I was sitting there partaking of communion and they said, oh, they told me and uh, they said that, you know, if, if, if you'd done all these things, you can take communion. I'm sitting there and I've done, I just, I'm being disqualified. You know, religious spirit will tell you you don't qualify. But Christ says, come in. Come into me. Amen. You're in me. And I've qualified you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. So if I'm connected with my source of righteousness, I will not miss an opportunity to bring a demonstration of the kingdom. Yeah? I'll not hesitate. I won't miss an opportunity to pray for someone. I won't miss an opportunity to speak about Jesus. Amen? I won't miss an opportunity to lead someone to the Lord. I will not miss an opportunity to lay hands on the sick. Amen? And rejoice. 
Hallelujah. I'll not miss an opportunity to praise God. I won't walk in the house of God and miss an opportunity to praise Him. Amen. And honour Him and glorify Him. I won't miss an opportunity to celebrate Him. Oh, come on. Because I'm standing before Him in a righteousness which is not my own. Yeah? Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You see, a sin consciousness always hesitates. A sin consciousness will always be looking to see that if, if I've done enough to actually qualify to do this, what qualifies me? You know, when you get hit by the love of God, I remember I was teaching scripture after three, three weeks of, of, of knowing Jesus. And I knew that I had no qualifications except a fire in my belly that I wanted everybody else to experience the love that I had experienced. And the minister that I went to to ask him if I could do it because he put out a call, does anyone want to teach scripture? I thought, oh, wow, I wonder if I could do that. Run up to him. I said, oh, can I do that? I don't know anything. He said, it's okay, Kim, you can learn as you go. Amen? Just learn as you go. Give what you got and learn as you go. Amen? Glory to God. A righteousness consciousness knows that God is moving because, why? Because I've asked him to. I've asked him to. Let's go to 1 John 5, verse 14, Amplified. And this is the confidence. Someone say confidence. See, if you know your righteousness, you're going to be confident. If you know who you are in Christ, you're going to carry confidence, hey? You're not going to look at your track record. You're going to look at his track record. You see, if you're looking at your track record right now, sitting here looking at your track record, you're not going to expect him to move when you ask him to. But if you're looking at his, you will expect him to. 1 John 5, 14. And this is the confidence, the assurance. These words are amazing. Assurance, the privilege of boldness which we have in him. Which we have in him. Someone say, in him. We are sure. What great words. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request according to his will, in agreement with his own plan, why would you want to ask him anything other than what is in his will and what is according to his plan? <laughs> his thoughts are higher than our thoughts for ourselves. His plan is greater than a plan we could possibly put together. Yep. In agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. And if since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have granted to us, I love this, as our present possessions, the requests made of him. In other words, I know you've already given it. You see, he's already given it. He just wants you to ask for it so there's somewhere where you connect with him so heaven can converge on earth and become your reality. He said, he's already given it to me. He's already given me every, every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So what do I have to ask? So that heaven can become your earthly experience as you engage with him. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
If I'm continually looking to my own righteousness, I will not be confident when the challenges of life present themselves. But in him, we have the privilege of boldness. Have you ever looked at boldness as a privilege? <laughs> well, like boldness is a privilege. We have the privilege of boldness in him. Amen? To come before God and bring our petitions to him. Yeah. Anyone feeling confidence rise up on the inside? This word is meant to have some, do something on the inside. It's meant to bring a shift. It's, it's meant to build. Yeah? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hebrews 12, verse 2, it says, Looking away from all that distracts unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. He said it right. I'm not looking to my own mistakes, my own inadequacies, yeah? I'm not looking um, uh, to my own capabilities. I'm looking to him. I'm looking unto Jesus and say, he's the author of it. He's the finisher of it. Amen? I don't want to look at life's distractions, yeah? I want to look to him. And you know where I'm going to find myself? In him. You see, distractions will come, but he he wants you to find the real you, and the real you is found in him. So he says, looking unto Jesus. Where are you going to find Jesus? How are you going to abide in him? John 15. Let's go there. How can I be found in him? John 15 verse 4. Dwell in me. And I will dwell in you. Live in me and I will live in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding in, being vitally united to the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. Verse 7. If you abide in me, abide vitally united to me and my words remain in you. How can I be found? I'm found in his word. Jesus is the word. Hallelujah. How do I find myself hiding? I'm hiding in the word. You see, we say, oh, I want to hide in him. We abide in the word of God. Let's have a look here. If you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you and continue to live in your heart. Hallelujah. Continue to live in your hearts. Ask whatever you will, and and it shall be done for you. If the word of God is abiding in your heart, your petitions are going to be the word. So you're in total agreement with him. I can't understand why anyone would need anything other than the word fulfilled in their life. Because there's no greater promise that's in the word. It's greater than you can think of or hope for. You know, sometimes I look into the word. I've done it many, many times in my life. I've looked and and actually known that I'm reading the utterance of God because all scripture is, is, is is the breath of God, comes from the breath of God. It's all inspired by God. Every word. And I look into it and I think, this is so amazing. Can this truly be true? 
And you, you might be sitting here today saying, this is so amazing. I mean, she can't be talking about me. But yes, I'm talking about you. Why? Because you're finding yourself in the word. It's far greater. It's a far greater word for you than you can actually find for yourself. That's why if you want to correctly prophesy, make sure that you have the word in your heart in abundance. Amen? Bless the Lord. And that's why it might be hard sometimes to believe a prophetic words are spoken over you because it's just too good. Amen? So, are you serious? Is this actually true? It's the word of God. It's the highest film of truth that exists. Amen? So what we need to do, it says here... Let's have a look again in verse 7. If you abide in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts, ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you. So my encouragement today, and I'm going to have to cut short today, but I don't believe I have. I mean, absolutely whatever I've said here today, if you begin to meditate on it, if you begin to think of it, if you begin to steward this word that's been spoken, if, if you meditate it day and night, you're going to see yourself so differently. Amen? You're going to see yourself in him. Stay in the word and you will be found in him. Point one, which we'll go on to other points later, but I never have been very good at point one, two, three or whatever, but never mind. Um, stay in the word and you will be found in him. That his word abides in you and you abide in the word. And go on this amazing discovery with God and start to find out what happened the day you gave your life to Jesus. Someone says this is very foundational. Do you know, I believe, I truly believe that if we actually got this to the degree God wants to, us to get it, Jesus would no longer only be saviour in the church's life, but he would actually become Lord. You see, while he's only saviour, he just keeps only, I don't want to undermine that, but you, you're in this rescue mindset where you do what you want and ask him to rescue you from it. But when he becomes your Lord, there's little to rescue you from because he leads you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That's an awesome word right there. He don't want you living in an attitude of, oh, save me, save me out of the mess I've just made for myself. He said, I want you to make me your Lord so that I can lead you in these paths of righteousness for my name's sake, that your life becomes a glory unto me. That you move from damage control right through maintenance Onto the prophetic edge. <sighs> Stay in the word and you will be found in him. Develop a relationship with, with the word. You see, Jesus is the word. Develop a relationship with him. His word equals him. And when the enemy tries to convince you that you do not qualify, remind him. I 
I like to put it this way. When the enemy likes to come and remind you of your past and say, well, you don't qualify. Just face off with him and and remind him of his future. Remind him of his future because he is without hope. But you are not. Amen. Hallelujah. What if I miss the mark? And I'm going to finish here. What if I miss the mark? Well, I would like to say congratulations. I'm glad you actually recognize that you did. You see, because there is, you know, we are the righteousness of God in him. He's got a high life for you to live. Go to 1 John 1 9. If you confess your sin, God is faithful and just, and He forgives you and He cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Amen? Glory to God. That shout material right there. Amen? Come on, let's stand up. Hey, and give Him a shout. Go on, you can do it. Bless the Lord. Can I have the worship team up, please? Worship team, come up. Whoa, run, 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 run. Thank you. Bless the Lord. Come on, guys. Yeah, these guys are instant. I love that first song that we sang this morning, really. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Oh, hallelujah. I tell you what, God is doing some alignment in these days. I feel like my, I have a ministry of alignment. And you know, God brings alignment because he's aligning us for our assignments. Amen? He's aligning us for the assignments that he has for us. How exciting. Is anyone up for an assignment? I mean, you're on assignment today. You know, oh, hallelujah. I just gave you an assignment. I was so grateful when Emma got up this morning, first up, and, and began to... To welcome, get, get ready and just get that thing happening for that first song. Thank you. That sounded really, you know, like full on, didn't it? I'm sorry. I'm just excited, guys. I, I, I was so pumped with that first song. I want to go out singing this song this morning. So if you can start it, I'd be really grateful. Ah, oh, hallelujah. Yeah, did I finish what you said? Or did I just start it? Emma came in this morning and she welcomed us. And what she did is she said, I've been meditating on the word that Pastor Kim brought last week. Right? And I'm really glad that she was meditating on the word and not what I said. Because I haven't got anything good to say except the word of God. So she got the word that was spoken. And she'd been meditating on it. So what did that mean? That means she'd been stewarding what Holy Spirit had said to her and highlighted to her through the week. And she was sharing that with us. You know, what that does is that sets us up for the more. Amen? Because you know what? God doesn't want us back to where we were last week. Not that we weren't in a good place, but back to where we were last week and have to start off again this week. He wants some momentum happening. He wants movement. People are waiting for God to move. He says, I want movement in you. This is such a good song. Just keep going. 